Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. I'm your host, Pastor Joan Nauman, joined today by our assistant principal here at Emanuel, Mr. Matthew Kranz. How are you doing today, Mr. Kranz? Good. How about yourself? Doing well. How are things over at the school? Good. Good. We are uh, two weeks in. Got a lunch program going again. Thanks to Mr. Jeff Strand, Mr. Bob Heller, and Mrs. Julie Bussey, who have just been doing fantastic work. So... Awesome. Huge blessing. Yeah, I was looking like we might be doing cold lunches, and I'll tell you, my my wife and I are very thankful that we don't have to make cold lunches every day, so <laughs> my thanks also to Mr. Heller and uh, Mr. Strand, too. Uh, today, I'd like to begin with a brief devotional thought based on Philippians chapter 1. Uh, last week, we did verses 1 through 7 uh, to introduce the book of Philippians. Today, we're going to do verses 8, 9, 10, and 11. Paul writes, For God is my witness... How greatly I long for you, all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. So we talked last week as we introduced this this book that Philippians is one of the prison epistles. And so Paul was in Rome. He was under lock and key, but he was under house arrest. So we didn't think like it wasn't a dark, dank dungeon or something like that. He was in a house. He was had to stay there, but he was allowed to continue his ministry, to have visitors, to have people come visit. Some of the guards even were told converted to Christianity. So uh, he was there in Rome waiting his time on trial before Caesar. And so he wasn't able to go visit Philippi. Which is why he says there in verse eight, I, I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. I want to, you know, I want to come visit you. I want to see you. I want to know more about what you're doing and what's going on. Uh, but he can't do that, and so he sends this letter, uh, the letter of Philippians today, which obviously the Holy Spirit has preserved for us to keep reading and studying to this very day. Uh, and so he says, well, since I can't come, I'm going to pray for you. And he says, I pray that your love may abound still more and more. And so I want to start with the question, Mr. Kranz. You, we prayed a few minutes ago when, when Mr. Heinze was still in here about. Uh, and you said that you prayed that God would douse us in his love. And I'd never heard that before. So I want to ask you about what does that mean? And then what does it mean that Paul's praying that, that the Philippians' love may abound more and more? Well, sometimes you wake up and you feel like you're drowning. Because <laughs> of all the bad things in life, all the sin and all the burdens of the day-to-day job. Uh, but there's that passage where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. Mm-hmm. So I like to think about it. As God is drowning you in love. <laughs> and, oh, okay. uh, uh, there's that old cartoon or of Mice and Men or whatever it is of that Lenny character and he loves that rabbit. God is obviously much more gentle and thoughtful, but I, I like that idea that, mm. that whatever is crushing you today, God's love is even greater. It's, it's more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that verse 9, I pray that your love may still increase more and more in knowledge and every insight. Uh, I've the evangelical heritage version here. Oh. Uh, but I like that. We just watched this Bluey episode. Mm. Where it's popular in our household. Juliet really likes... I don't think she understands it, but she likes the dogs. Okay. Bluey? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's one where <clears throat> one of the daughters is trying to be the mom and spoils one kid, you know, showing her love and kind of disregards the other one. And mm. she learns at the end that 
that's not what real love is. Mm-hmm. I like this, that your love, not just your love increase, we all want our love to increase, but uh, increase in knowledge and in every insight, yeah. a wiser love, how to apply that love more yeah. effectively. Yeah. yeah, and I, you know, I think, how can we learn more about how to love? You know, we learn from the ultimate example of Christ, right? And that's why we come to church every week. That's why we do family devotions. That's why we do daily Bible readings, because we want to learn. That's how we gain knowledge and insight and discernment is by studying God's word more and more and learning about how he would have us live and what he would have us do and being motivated by the love of Christ and all that he has done for us in the past. You know, we're going through, uh, last year we went through the commandments with the kids uh, in confirmation class. And, you know, the commandments, they're so deep. You know, we think about, you know, how simple, you shall know the gods, honor your father and mother, you shall not murder, you shall not steal. But you go through those and you actually study them. And there's like so much to every single one of those commandments. And they're so deep and you can grow in your understanding of those things. And the more you grow in your understanding of them, the more you realize, man, if I could keep all jealousy out of my life, my life would be so much better. If I keep all anger out of my life, my life would be so much better. And, you know, we abound in love, in knowledge and discernment. We show greater love to God and greater love to our neighbor when we grow in his word and we understand, you know, my life is a better place when I'm doing what God wants me to do and as when I'm living the way God wants me to live. The commandments are a really good example. Uh, what is a, what is a, what's the one word, you know, motivation summary of the commandments? Love, right? Yeah. Love God, love, love your neighbor. Love is the fulfillment of the law. Yeah. So he goes on then, this will result in the approval of the things that really matter so that you will be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Filled the Fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus to the glory and praise of God. Um, yeah, just cause and effect, direct mm-hmm. tie there, right? Yeah. If your love increases in knowledge and wisdom and insight, uh, it results in approval of the things that really matter. Right. Pureness, blamelessness, yeah. righteousness, uh, glory and praise to God. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's why Paul says of the, the three things, faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, that idea of like actual approving of what is excellent. You know, there's things in life that are like, we always, you know, you can think of the good and you can think of the bad, but there's a lot of things in life that are adiaphora, right? Like, you know, I, how much time do we spend on YouTube or how much time do we spend on video games? Or how much time do we spend on, you know, these other things in life that are like, okay, that's fine. But like, what are you actually getting out of this and how is this actually benefiting you? And how much time do you spend on really the good things and the excellent things? And that's what he said, that you may approve of the things that are excellent. You know, being a father, being a, a mother, being a, a child that respects and honors a parents, being a citizen of the United States, you know, being a, an employee or an employer. When we do those things and we do them to the best of our ability, and we were talking about this just a minute ago, Matthew, was, <clears throat> you know, those things are burdens and responsibilities are burdens and duties that we have. But those are good and important burdens and responsibilities and, and they're blessings that God has given us. And when we put as much of those burdens as we can on our shoulders and carry them to the best of our God-given ability, that's what's excellent. That's what's pleasing. And that's when we can be good examples of and role models to our children, to our fellow Christians, to others around us. Of course, always knowing that we're going to flop and fail and fall <laughs> over and over, aren't we? Uh, but Jesus is always the one who picks us back up and any fruits of righteousness which we do have are all to, not to our glory. And that's where we need to be careful too is I'm not saying take all these responsibilities because people are going to say, look how wonderful you are. But end of verse 11, it's all to the glory and to the praise of God. You know, 
any any success we have in life, any blessing that we're able to be to others, any amount of love that we can show to God or show to our neighbors, any any increase we have in knowledge or discernment, anything that we do, completely to God's glory, completely to, because of how he's blessed us and given us that knowledge, that insight, that uh, ability to, to carry those burdens and uh, fulfill those fruits of righteousness which he's called us to. So, any closing thoughts there? Uh, once again, just a really cool book of the Bible, Philippians, that Paul mm-hmm. has. Just that theme of love and thankfulness over and over again. Yeah, and joy is another big theme I think we're going to get to Yeah, coming and up. And this idea that, yeah, we live in an imperfect world. We have many burdens, just like every single person in the world. But that yeah. is Jesus Christ who began that work in us mm-hmm. that helps us increase in knowledge and love, that helps us find the things that matter. Yep. And, yeah, we can reliably rely on him until yep. he calls us home. And just like you said in the verse 6, which we did last week, but he began that good work in us, and he's going to bring that good work to completion. We can be confident in that. And that, you know, that I always think of Psalm 23, right? You look back and you say, Goodness and mercy has followed me all the days of my life, you know, as we look back in life. But then we can also look forward and say, and I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So that's the confidence we have on our walk of life is God's taken care of me in the past. He's got an eternal home for me. There's a lot of question marks between here and there, but I can trust that my shepherd's going to guide me and lead me. And he's going to bless me as I, as I continue to live for him. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for all you've done for us. Thank you for living uh, the perfect life we could not Thank you for dying on the cross to take away our sins, for rising again, assuring us and guaranteeing us of our own resurrection. We look forward to that great day, Lord, but until then, we pray that you would help us to grow in our knowledge and discernment, help the love that you've showered into our hearts to abound, both in our own personal lives and in the lives of all those we come into contact with, as the great love of Christ overflows in our lives, and, and as we're doused with that love, as we share that love with others around us. Bless us and help us to be filled with fruits of the righteousness, all to your glory, Lord, for all that you've done for us. Bless us as we walk as children of light in this dark world today. Amen. Which brings us to our weekly updates and reminders. I just want to let everybody know that this past weekend in church, we heard that Pastor Aaron Udy returned the call that we extended to him to come and serve us. Um, So we thank God for that confident decision that he was given. And we pray that God would continue to bless us as we work through this vacancy together. Uh, We will be making a call uh, at our annual voters meeting, which is coming up uh, next we- next Monday, so five days from today at 7 p.m. Uh, so voters, please plan on attending that voters meeting. Uh, I just want to let everybody know, too, that the deacon's plan during this vacancy is to have one guest pastor a month and also one lay service a month. So yesterday, or this past weekend, uh, Pastor Schirmbeck came down from the cities to preach for us. Um, and we're planning in a couple weeks here to have a lay service. We'll have a couple of our members uh, serving to to do the Bible class, liturgy, and sermon as well. Uh, Whitewater registration is deadline is coming up uh, next. This coming Sunday is the last day to register. Uh, and the next weekend, the 26th to the 28th, is the Whitewater trip. I want to let everybody know that the next time and talent offering is coming up soon. That'd be February 3rd and 4th. Uh, so leaders, please uh, look for emails regarding uh, offerings that you can give to the congregation in order to encourage uh, service to our church through various members and boards and and committees and so forth. Uh, Ash Wednesday is coming up very quickly. Uh, We have a very early Lent and Easter this year. Uh, February 14th uh, is Ash Wednesday. We're going to be considering the theme, Who Was Seeking Our Savior's Death? As far as our prayers for this week, we continue to pray for John Hine, Marlene Hanel, Kate Zowers, and Jim Leon, all of whom are dealing with various cancer diagnoses. 
Uh, we keep praying for the Bussy family. Uh, this past weekend, the Lord in his grace took home Norma Bussy to heaven. So we praise God for his deliverance uh, from the sinful world for her. And we'll stay tuned for funeral arrangements for Norma. Which brings us to our hymn of the day today, uh, which is hymn 456 in the Lutheran hymnal. Approach my soul the mercy seat where Jesus answers prayers. There humbly fall before his feet for none can perish there. Thy promise is my only plea, with this I venture nigh. Thou callest burdened souls to thee, and of such, O Lord, am I. Bow down beneath a load of sin, by Satan sorely pressed, by wars without and fears within, I come to thee for rest. Be thou my shield and hiding place, that sheltered near thy side, I may my fierce accuser face, and tell him thou hast died. O wondrous love to bleed and die, to bear the cross and shame, that guilty sinners such as I might plead thy gracious name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, emmanuelmankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel. God is with you.